The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Welcome. Welcome to the Visual Workplace. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'm really glad you could join us. I'm your host on this, our weekly radio show about letting the workplace speak. And each of our shows, we look at some aspect of that, of how to embed the intelligence of our operational system into the living landscape of work through visual devices and visual systems. This is our intelligence. This is the operational detail of our work, whether our work is in a hospital in a factory, in an open pit mine, it doesn't matter. We install the language of our current level of understanding of how work happens, the work content, the specifications, the SOPs. And even if we're not quite as excellent as we wish we would be or as we know we will be, we install that level. We make it concrete and specific through these devices, through these visual systems, and we can literally see how we think. And we can predict how that thinking will function, how it will perform because we've captured it. This is a visual workplace. This is a workplace that speaks. And why do we bother? We bother for the substantial bottom line benefits, 15 to 30% increase in productivity, improved safety, better quality, more aligned delivery, shrinking costs, and of course, happy customers. We also do it for the splendid cultural alignment, a spirited and engaged workforce. We are aligned because we share a common improvement language and that language is visual. It is a physical language. It is a language made up of devices. That's our vocabulary. And we enjoy ourselves at work. What a wonderful benefit that is to actually go to work, to look forward to work, to think about work when we're not there and think about it in a very positive way. Think about improvement and think about ways we can take the struggle out of our work through visuality. Let the workplace speak. So welcome. And today, we're going to continue our conversation about supervisors, getting supervisors on board. I'll pick that up as soon as I walk through a couple of announcements, just a couple. So I want to tell you that we are now only two articles away from the end of our series on mistake-proofing, which is really an excellent series on explaining why mistake-proofing is important, what the problems are with, for example, SPC, some of the other quality control methods that don't work because they can't really find those defects. They find the defects after they happen, but not before they happen. The result is um, quality that is quite compromised 
And the solution, in our opinion, is mistake-proofing. A wonderful method that Martin and I have developed called the SMS method that stands for simplify, mistake-proof, and set. That set means turn your adjustments into settings. And we have wonderful results. This is a course for engineers. So it's a pretty high-level course. It has a lot of technicality to it. It's available online through our website, visualworkplace.com. We have a complete training of trainers that Martin does, and he is a genius at this. He's spent 30 years of his life on this. His book, Make No Mistake, is well known for making a very significant contribution to the field of mistake-proof thinking. So please, please go online and find that and also subscribe to our newsletter. You can do that also at visualworkplace.com. And also check out our calendar. We have a lot of seminars coming in the next six months, a lot. We, and we're going to be in California, New Mexico, Boston. We were in Rhode Island, Minnesota, Minneapolis, a couple of places there in Iowa. Please check us out. The next one that's coming up is on March the 22nd and 23rd. It's a visual thinking seminar and a visual sight assessment wonderful site assessment. I'll talk about that again a little bit more in a moment. And it's going to be um, in Massachusetts under the sponsorship of a lean consortium there that's organized by AME and headed up by Joe Rizzo. You can find that information on our website as well. And I want to just talk a moment about what happens on day two. On day one, I'm talking about the paradigm of visual thinking and the basic principles of visuality, how it works, why it works, the 10 doorways. If you're familiar with my book, Visual Workplace, Visual Thinking, it's about the 10 doorways. On the second day, we apply the instrument of the 10 doorways to the site, the host site, which will be THG the Hope Group, which is a part of the Parker Hannafin um, division on on uh, creating small controls. And that visual side assessment is there for you to learn how to put the theory in practice. It is exactly the same assessment that I conduct when I'm asked to come in as a private consultant, as an independent person, and do a side assessment so that the company can think about where it's at and where where it needs to go next. So please look at that seminar and please join us on March the 22nd and 23rd, right outside of Boston, visual thinking seminar and a visual side assessment. And if you need more information, you can also just call us at 503-233-1784. Those are our offices in Portland, Oregon, 503-233-1784. And those are our announcements. And all of the dates of where I'll be through, I think it's through May, maybe through June, are up on our website on the calendar. So today, let's begin today. Today, we will do the second part of our mini-series, our docudrama, on getting supervisors on board so that they stay on board. How to get them on board, really on board, not just taking on new tasks like running a blitz. That's a start. But more than that, how to really use, for example, this is what we're going to be doing today, the blitz opportunity to develop your supervisory function. Mm -hmm. This can't be done casually. This isn't done um, by the seat of one's pants, for example. This isn't done 
uh, off the cuff. This is something you have to plan for, and I will tell you how we do it. And I believe that you'll be able to find things in this discussion that you'll be able to use in your own blitz approach or your own rapid improvement approach if that is what you're doing. We do it through a visual medium because our methodology focuses on building a visual workplace. Our blitzes focus on building information sharing across a methodology that we teach. So last week I walked through the preliminaries. I was stating the role of the traditional supervisor and the heavy burden that they carry, basically keeping the the show running day by day, lots of tasks, tiny ones, and the big one getting results, hitting the delivery on time bingo, chasing down quality issues, ensuring that the material shows up and the right material, and of course, endless meetings to find out what's wrong or to report what's wrong. And reports, 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 paperwork, oh my gosh, it is so hard to be a supervisor in a traditional company a company that has not yet made the shift to the new way, what I call operational excellence. In the traditional company, whether that's manufacturing or healthcare or an engineering office or any office or an open pit mine, the traditional way is that the supervisor is the glue that holds the whole shebang together. And you know what? Those supervisors are typically not the better for it. Yes, they are great firefighters. They have great firefighting skills and they're clever and resourceful. And their job in the company pretty much depends on that skill, that skill level. But you know, supervisors get pretty grumpy about that. (laughs) They are the grumpy sovereigns of kingdoms that they rent out only for a day, in fact, only for a shift. At the end of eight to ten hours of their shift, they turn the real estate, the kingdom over, and all of its complexity to another sovereign, another king or queen for the next eight to ten hours, hoping that the kingdom will return to them in not much worse shape than they gave it when they get back. And imagine what happens when a supervisor has to leave for vacation and imagine even worse what happens the day before he or she gets back. It's a crapshoot. We don't know what's going to happen, but if it's going to happen, it's going to happen on my shift and I'm going to have to deal with it. The scene is entirely unstable. And of course, companies want to move away from that and they have an alternative now. They have an option. It's called the new way. It's called operational excellence. It's a long journey. It might be called continuous improvement. It might be called lean. It's definitely called visual The company decides to adopt a new way, and a change happens. And that change usually happens in two sectors. On the operator or value-add level, where the attack is on the waste of the operational system, in the operational system, the seven deadly wastes plus one. So it happens there where value is added, the conversion scenario. And it also happens usually on the management level, usually executives, Hoshin comes in, policy deployment, and you get a much greater alignment. But you know what? It's off to the races, but we forgot the supervisor. The supervisor is sitting on the bleachers saying, well, what about me? Where do I fit in? 
what about the changes that are going to happen to my job when you start taking away my hoard of spare parts? When you start telling me to work with less inventory, what about me? What am I supposed to do? And I have a feeling that you are going to get rid of me after the big squeeze, squeezing out the waste, squeezing me out as well. So there hasn't been a lot of thought about what to do with supervisors in terms of letting them find and become a part of the new way, the new operational excellence, the new excellence. Yes, we have supervisor standard work, and that's a way of kind of getting supervisors in order. And yes, we ask our supervisors to run blitzes. Oh, good. But I want to say to you, I think there is more we can do. And we can begin with the blitz, but use it as a stepping stone for growth and not just another task for our supervisor. Hmm? Not just another task. In a long list of many, many other tasks, uncalibrated and really undesigned. So that's what we're going to continue the discussion on today. And this may take us, this will certainly take us today. It may take us a third session, but maybe not. I want to make sure I'm thorough enough to give you some new tools or new principles to think about, some new components to bring to the supervisory function that could help you and your company. And if you're a supervisor, definitely help you. So we're going to slide into our first break, and when you come back, I'll be here, and we will continue our discussion. See you in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call one 866 472 5790 That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi there. Welcome back. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. 
welcome to the second part of our show today at the Visual Workplace, Let the Workplace Speak. And we're talking about supervisors and the Blitz. The Blitz is an opportunity, a stepping stone for supervisory growth. Business growth, yes, but also personal and professional growth. We were just talking about what it's like in a traditional manufacturing company, even when they make the shift to the new excellence and they're working with operators, they're working with operator empowerment, they're working with senior management alignment, they're working with Hoshin Conry, policy deployment, and the supervisors, (laughs) supervisors are kind of overlooked. (laughs) And the supervisors are saying, oh my gosh, it's at least give me back the devil I know. What I, I know how to firefight. I know how to hoard parts. But this new stuff, this new stuff, you're leaving me up the creek without a paddle. I don't know what to do. And that's the way it will remain. The supervisors will not be able to make a contribution to your new vision unless and until someone notices that the supervisors have not yet been made a part, a positive and progressive part of this change, of this revolution, of this transformation. You know, some companies make a bid at that. They try to bring their supervisors on board. They do some things, sort of like some plug-in things, like I said, supervisor standard work. They get some apps, some pre-formulated solutions, and they get it at a good price in terms of there's a formula, even running blitzes. But the problem with pre-formulated solutions is that we sometimes don't look at them carefully enough and ask, does this really make a contribution to the company or does it just represent a solution that I can plug in so supervisors put their foot or there's some skin in the game. One of the questions I always ask, because I do a lot of work with companies in helping them implement, it's where I do my main learning, is what does further look like? What does it mean? What would it look like if I went further with this principle or further with this effort, for example, in our current discussion, to convert the supervisory role into something that's larger. And if you listened last week, you will know that my agenda, not hidden at all, is to help supervisors make the transition from managing to becoming a leader of improvement, from coping and firefighting to becoming an improvement leader in their own company. And I say to you that the Blitz is an opportunity, a platform for that to begin to happen. So in this mini-series, we want to go further than the plugins, the apps. We want a real roadmap. We want the Blitz to become the beginning of your grooming your supervisors, not just getting them on board, but keeping them there and shifting their job description from supervisor to supervisor plus to leader of improvement. That's the pathway that will produce enormous benefits for the company and professionally speaking for the supervisor as well. Better experience, better credentials, knowledge, know-how, and skill. 
but it will also change the supervisor on the inside. It will impact his or her spirit so that she also comes to work spirited and engaged with an improvement vision burning brightly before her. There are other discussions that I've had with you and still others that I will on this topic and you can find them on our website visualworkplace.com in our podcasts, really dozens of them. They're all listed in category and they have a title and, and a description and I want to encourage you to listen to those because they will be helpful. So today, however, we're going to focus on the Blitz, and I did this about two and a half years ago on the Blitz, but I want to do it again with a slightly different focus. The Blitz, not as an end of its, in itself, but as a stepping to- stone, I beg your pardon, as a stepping stone for developing supervisors and simultaneously the strength of their continuous improvement in their work area. Okay. And remember, there's a network of supervisors. So as you begin with one supervisor and then another and another, you begin to create these linkages across the company and you get a humongous shift after you meet a very uh, um, lower level of critical mass. You don't have to have everyone. You just have to have some and strongly. So last week, in providing the background, the proposition, the premise – We put some meat on the bones. We talked about the blitz, the visual blitz, which is framed in about a one and a half or two hour segment. You can shut down the company. I'm sorry, you you can shut down the company, but you can also just shut down the, the department if your production allows that, if your schedule allows that. Or you can have a small team or you can even have one person. We call it a micro blitz. And that one person uses the hit list and continues with one project and keeps the momentum going, even if it's a very light momentum, keeps it connected. The supervisor is an important part of the Blitz. His job, her job, is not to supervise the Blitz, but to prepare for and run it. It's a little bit different than the way it's done in many companies, and I think importantly different. The visual blitz is first taught and coached by your visual workplace trainer. This is the preferred way. As you listen, you may recognize that you do things differently, but still listen for some of the core design, the core design principles, and see if you can apply them to strengthen your current approach. I hope you do. The trainer will take your area associates who are being trained, in this case in the methodology called operator-led visuality, work that makes sense, will take them through the blitzes. It'll focus on, the blitz will focus on two things. The first is the methodology of work that makes sense. And you could think of the methodology as a higher, much higher form of 5S. 5S on steroids is what we call it. It is substantially visual. The methodology is substantially to put visuality in place. That's the first purpose. The visual wear, which is border, home address, ID label, those three components for everything that casts a shadow. The second part of the Blitz is to 
provide an opportunity for people to invent and implement specialized visual devices. So you have on one side methodology, on the other side inventiveness. That's the pro- the methodology is the protocol, step-by-step process. The inventiveness is the imagination where you're creating devices because you know they will take the struggle out of work. Again, there's lots of podcasts on this at visualworkplace.com. They're free. Please listen to them. So what we have here is the individual owning the experience and the knowledge that's governing the invention pathway and the methodology governing the application so that there is a, a predictable and known change that will happen. So the trainer trains all this and oversees the blitzes. The trainer does not supervise does not supervise. No, 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 no. The trainer sets up and preps and frames and runs the blitz. And during the blitz, the trainer works shoulder to shoulder with operators. And at the close, there's a short summary or debrief where we notate what's been completed, what still needs to be done, what supplies were we missing, what will help us the next time really quick, harvest that, and then go back to work. During a period of about three to four blitzes, the supervisor also participates. Certainly, the supervisor has attended the same training, preferably as the, at the same time as his or her supervisor, I beg your pardon, his or her operators. The supervisor has attended the training, knows, in this case, the work that makes sense methodology, and participates during the blitzes. Shoulder to shoulder, only the supervisor is relieved of prepping and making it happen, making sure the blitz happens and happens well. However, because the supervisor knows that the baton will be passed, the supervisor observes the trainer, observes the master at work, observes the trainer and knows this is going to be my turn soon. She knows that she will take over soon. Going to have to prep the blitz and run it, make sure it happens, it happens well. The trainer's going to hand that off to me soon, and so I pay attention. When the trainer does hand off the running of the blitz to the supervisor, the trainer remains as a coach, if you will, as a mentor, and helps the supervisor get the hang of things and really enjoy the success. I call that period. When the supervisor is participating but not running the blitz, when the supervisor is learning, the blitz setup period. And it is a very specific period. Okay? So, ah, we're going into our next break. I'm just getting a signal. So let's go into our next break. And when we come back, I'm going to name just a few more things. I'm sketching up from last week, but I think it really bears repeating so you get it. And then we will move into... Um, the five steps in greater detail that I started last week. So I'll see you in a minute. I'll be here when you get back. Thanks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. 
Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call one 866 472 5790 That's toll-free, 866 472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back to the third segment of our show today here at the Visual Workplace. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Galsworth. I've been doing this work for now nearly 35 years and I'm really, really happy that you joined us. Just before the break, we were I was describing the blitz setup period where the trainer runs the blitzes and the supervisor watches. This is three or four blitzes. And then the trainer passes the baton. But I want to make sure you understand that there is already a framework in place. I spoke about that there's a methodology that we're following and operators, value-add associates will apply that during a blitz or they will apply it when there's only themselves, a little baby micro-blitz time where we're applying the methodology because I'm the only one who could be freed up today. So I want you to know that there's this range. You can shut down the whole department, but you try to make sure that at least one person does something every single week and you eat away at the elephant. You get the methodology in place or maybe that person has this great idea and uses their improvement time to put in a new device, something that has never been seen on the planet before, which often happens. And that idea of improvement time brings me to the five pieces that are in place, these elements, before the first blitz and as part of the plan. So I named it before. There's an improvement time policy that the company has released, has published, and it designates a quota of time provided for each, each participating associate in what we call the targeted areas, the areas that have been targeted or designated for work that makes sense, operator-led visuality kind of move through it isn't you do know that you don't convert a plant all at once you have a focus and the improvement time policy again listen to my past podcast it's a challenge to put into place but it is an intention and you work on it 
And it says we're going to separate improvement time from production time so that improvement isn't a squeeze, always a squeeze, and so that it only it doesn't only happen during a blitz. It can happen at people's discretion. They can work individually. Okay. The company also puts into place a laminated map and associates create, this is the second element, a laminated laminated map of their own, which is simply a map that allows the associates to say, I'm going to work in this area, not that area. It is like um, a scorecard. Also in place at the time of the first blitz run by the trainer is a vision place. Associates have selected a place that they know, that they visited, that is already a visual workplace or visual scenario, like the movies or McDonald's or Home Depot. They know what visuality works, works like because they have visited it. It's nearby. It's their vision place. And they keep a hold of that until they can turn their department into a vision place a place where visuality performs. That's a third element. The fourth element is the hit list, the projects and ideas that operators have for visually improving their area. We're happy to send you a template for that. If you, if you want, give us a call or send us an email at visualworkplace.com and ask for a visual workplace hit list. It's, we've got about five different kinds. They're really interesting the simple one probably works the best, but if you want to got, get complicated, we've got complicated for you. <laughs> and the fifth is supplies. There are visual workplace supplies. It's in a cart or in a cabinet, and it's easy to reach. I like to see one in every department, and I go there because I've got this idea or because I need these supplies in order to put the methodology in place. So those five things are in place. Improvement time policy, laminated map, vision place, visual workplace hit list, and visual workplace supplies. I also want to tell you that supervisors in our approach have their own training, and it's short. There's one training that takes about two, two and a half hours, and there's another one that's about the same length. Lots of the training for the Blitz is, of course, during the Blitz. Now, let's go through the five steps, and I'll tell you where the training fits in when we get there. The five steps, I started them last week. Five steps are step one, share the vision. Step two, teach the blitz. Step three, demonstrate the blitz. Step four, practice the blitz. And step five, launch it under the leadership of your supervisor. So let's talk about step one, share the vision. Tell your supervisors what the opportunity looks like. And we do this at the beginning of the first of the two training sessions. We tell them this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for growth for you and for help for the company. We are going to invite you to shift your role. It's a shift in identity. It's a shift in work content. We share the profile of that. And we say this blitz is the launching pad, the first of many stepping stones that will get us there. It's going to be a journey. And because it's a journey, it's going to be really interesting. We're going to learn how to be a different kind of a supervisor. 
and we show them a template. I call it the tiles, seven tiles. We're going to shift. Let me put it this way. The center of the tile is called improve. And that's a change because the center used to be manage. We want you to shift from being a supervisor to a leader of improvement. We want you to shift from spending all of your time attending to logistics and scheduling and expediting and firefighting and monitoring everything to a focus that is on reducing operational waste and increasing the value and the quality of your area's processes, people, and performance. And we have a profile for that. That's what we mean by improve, to increase the value and the quality of processes, people, and performance. And one of our main levers is to reduce operational waste. In visuality, we call that motion. We tell the supervisors about this opportunity for them, one that will not only make their job easier, but more interesting. And we also tell them, look, we're going into the narrow waste of the, of the hourglass. Things are going to get a little bit more complicated before they get simple because you're learning a new way. And so are we. But we're going to try to do this in bite-sized pieces, and we ask you to stick with us. The seven elements I'll walk through in just a second, but I want to clear up something very important. Many of your supervisors, when you talk to them like this, will object and object strongly. They will do that vocally in some cases. They will do that through their body language. They will do that during the breaks when you're having this training session and People make grumpy remarks to their peers. Oh, you know, this is, this is rubbish. I'm not going to do it. Or they just, these people just shut down and you'll notice it. And so we always make a point of doing the following, of making the following announcement so that people know our come from about their response. This is for supervisors. We say, you know, In operator-led visuality, we focus on the eye and we call it eye-driven. And it's very important for the success of work that makes sense that operators be given a choice. And they have a choice to exercise their no, N-O. They have a choice of saying no to things. If they don't want to work on their own hitless item, because they don't even care about the hit list, because they don't even do it, we say, it's okay. You don't need to come up with a hit list item. Just join Marianne. You have to show up. Attendance is mandatory. Participation is voluntary. Participation is voluntary with operators because you need to give them a chance to find and exercise the muscle of their own identity, this thing that has been suppressed in them for so long, their I. And so we do that, supervisors, and you've seen it in the training. But you know what? It's different with you. Operators are the low, low people on the totem pole of power. So you want operators to be authentic. You can work with authentic. What you can't work with is secrets. 
And what will happen is the operators will gain confidence and it's part of the methodology to find ways to develop that. They're very concrete ways. But with you, it's different. You don't get a chance to say no. Your job as part of the management structure is the same as my job as part of the management structure, and that is to support and promote the corporate intent. We have a single boss, salaried employees, managers, supervisors. We, you and me, have a single boss. It's called the corporate intent. You could call it the business case. Okay? That's the outcome we are committed to making the company more stable and more successful. And while we hope and want operators to embrace that as well, for them, it is an add-on right now. It is an add-on to the work that they do. It is a decision that they make, an enrollment that they make. But we, you and me, are already enrolled. So that's a big difference. And I want you to know this at the beginning of our training of this training where we're going to be walking you through the Blitz format because we want you to know that we really, really want you to be successful and you need to want that too. There's not a lot of discretion here. You are part of, you are on the ship with us and you are part of the ship. And it's important for you to declare this. I want to make it very clear. It is not part of the intention of what I'm sharing with you or the way that I do it or the the folks who work with us do it, our team, to indulge supervisors' grumpiness. We recognize them. We work with it. We help them recover. We help them do better. We help them find their happiness. But it's not a choice on their part. It's an application of effort, and we're there to help them. And we're very, very nice to supervisors. And you must be nice to your supervisors. They've held the whole thing together. But there is a protocol, and the intention is everyone goes through it. And in fact, that's a requirement. So I want you to understand that as we talk about this transition from uh, managing to improving, there's a lot of personal responsibility that comes with it and an expectation. So uh, please come back after this break. We have to go into our third and our final break, and we'll go on with this template. And I can see that I'm going to see you again next week on the same topic. We'll continue the discussion, moving through the five steps. See you in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. 
Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back to the final segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and we're talking about getting supervisors on board, and we are walking through the five steps. We're at step one, which is to share the vision, the vision of a new way, the vision of a new opportunity waiting for supervisors. There's a new opportunity waiting for you. We want you to become a part of the improvement journey and we're going to begin with the Blitz as a stepping stone. We're going to walk you through a training today. And we want to show you the transition is from expediting and firefighting and worrying about everything to a new vision, a new focus, which is to increase the value and quality of the company's processes, people, and performance. And we'll do that through the Blitz. I'm going to walk you through a seven-part template in a moment, but I want to let you know, as I said just before the break, everybody, this is going to be a part of your job. There's kind of like not a lot of wiggle in it. So we'd like you to pay attention. We'd like you to like it, but if you don't like it, we're here to help you learn to like it, (laughs) if you like it. And now I'm stepping out saying you're very nice to your supervisors. Do not push them around. I always know because I work with my clients uh, carefully and closely who is the big grump, who is the person who objects violently to change in general. For example, recently, someone who actually was demoted. He used to be in charge of the whole um, the day shift and he became a supervisor instead. Supervisors used to report to him. He was not a happy camper. But he is one of the people that I especially worked with during the first session to make sure that he was, he recognized that I recognized his value and also helped him see how this would work for him. It was a very, very positive experience. And so we talk about this first. Here's the seven elements, supervisors. In the center is improvement. At 12 o'clock is stabilize. And then measure, we're going clockwise, target, carry out, coach, and model. Those seven elements are your new job description. We will help you make that transition from where you are now to where you need to be to be aligned with the new vision. And today we're going to start with element, the element called coach. Coach is Help others focus and achieve the area's improvement vision or their own. And then we tell them the difference between teaching and coaching. We're not asking you to train. We're not asking you to teach. 
When we teach, we pass on new knowledge. We share new knowledge. When we coach, we help people apply or use that knowledge. So we're going to talk about coaching and what we're going to ask you to coach, which I think you already heard about, is the blitzes. You're going through a series of blitzes. Your trainer is leading them, setting them up, prepping for them. And now you're going to shadow that trainer and you're going to learn for yourself. And you're going to take over. We think this will be a very, very positive experience for you. We're here to make sure it's positive. Let's work together. So that's step one. It takes about 15 minutes to set it up, to say what you need to say, and you move to step two. Step two is to teach the blitz. Maybe they've already been through the blitz, maybe one or two, when this training session happens. Maybe it's right at the beginning. But you tell them what the, what the blitz is. In visuality, you'll define a macro blitz, a mini blitz, a micro blitz. You will show them the steps, which has a lot to do with preparing and doing your homework. We have a little 45-minute, I don't even think it's that long, it might be 40-minute module that supervisors watch, and they get it. It's simple. It goes through the seven steps of going through a blitz, what happens before a blitz, during a blitz, and after a blitz in terms of their role, and they get it. And, you know, we'd be very happy to share that with you. If you are interested in watching that, send us an email. Go to visualworkplace.com or just send it to us at radio at visualworkplace.com and say, like to have uh, a look at the Blitz. We'll let you watch it for like a week or two. Not trying to sell it to you. We think it'll help you. And then, you know, use it. Maybe you'll train, use it to help your operators understand Blitzes better or you'll be able to derive to derive things from it that will help your own journey. It's part of our work that makes sense uh, system, and we're happy to share it with you. It's called Supervisors, Getting Ready to Blitz. That's pretty plain, isn't it? And it teaches the blitz so that you have that content clear and so that you can talk about it. And as I mentioned before, a major part of that is doing your homework, And I will be walking you through that uh, next week in our next show on getting supervisors on board. And I want to mention a few things because we only have a couple of minutes before our show is over today. One thing that we suggest that supervisors do, that you do, is to find a buddy. Find a buddy supervisor, someone that you can chew the fat with, someone supervisors that you feel comfortable with, someone that you can meet with and talk about what you're doing, someone who isn't your boss and isn't the trainer, a buddy. Hmm? And when you do a blitz, we're going to help you walk through what those steps are. And you know what else we're going to help you do, which is one of the things your trainer is doing as well, is to monetize the blitz, to find the money. That's a subset of teaching the Blitz, how to monetize the Blitz so that you can say the time that we spent, the improvement time that we spent during this Blitz produced this amount of money, maybe it is, or cultural benefit. 
had an impact on this KPI, reduced this many steps. Okay. So that suddenly the blitz becomes not just something that I have to get through, but something that is actually impacting the performance of my work area when I become a supervisor again and not a leader of improvement during the blitz and we begin to make that shift. We begin to build that awareness. Hmm? Some of the other things that we are quite aware of during the blitz is safety codes and building codes so that when people want to move things around, we are prepared with that detail. And we also widen the perspective so that we understand the impact of what we may be changing in our department on others. The placement of material, if you're in manufacturing, for example. So the blitz becomes a real moment, an opportunity of contribution to the corporate intent because that's my job as a supervisor, to stabilize the company and help it grow. And what happens to your supervisors, we have seen this repeatedly, is that your supervisors come up. Yes, there are still struggles. Yes, there are still material shortages. Yes, there are parts that are not delivered on time. But there is also a context in which this is improving. This is so worthy of your time and consideration to bring your supervisors on board and make them a part of the journey. It really is a part of the party because you get this feeling that tomorrow can be different that you can create a change that will be meaningful for yourselves and for others. And we begin to experience the beginnings of a wonderful state that I call unity, where we are all in it together. We are all in the rowboat, and we all want to row. We still need to rest, but we want to row as well. So we will finish, I think, (laughs) in our next show, the remaining three elements, which is uh, we are now, I beg your pardon, on Teach the Blitz. We were just on Share the Vision. I feel that I'm missing one of these. Teach the Blitz, Demonstrate the Blitz, Practice the Blitz, and Launch the Blitz. The Blitz. The Bliss. (laughs) That's what we'll call it, the visual bliss. (laughs) This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'm signing off. Let the workplace speak. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.